I'm Charlie Taylor. I'm Ben Carter. I run hip hop by the numbers on Twitter. We use hip hop statistics to highlight the bigger picture. And I'm director of the Fifth Element. We highlight the Fifth Element hip hop, which is knowledge. And welcome to Digging Digits. last episode because apparently because i don't like east it's the last episode so we're gonna make it work out we're gonna make it last episode last episode we're ever gonna have because you don't like east come on bro this is this is the you that was a troll tweet bro that was a troll tweet you know it of course it's a troll tweet i was trying to explain yesterday to winnie about how like East is just such a bad song that it's become so funny to just say it's like it's, it's come on, what is he doing on that it's song? Low it's like key, an old pirate shanty. Bro, I can't even I can't even like take it. It's it's one of the most grinding songs I have ever heard in my life. Like the production is so bad. I can't even gather what the fucking lyrics are because I'm just so entranced by how terrible that beat is. Ah. Oh. Well, when he plays it when he <sighs> plays it live, it's so funny. You just Ew. look at the crowd and just like what do we do right oh. now? Like I don't know. I don't know what I do right now. Nah, okay. shout out, shout out, Earl for taking a risk on that one. Gotta respect the artistic integrity there. Shout you out, Earl. Shout you out. <laughs> Got to push the boundaries to create new ones. Oh, cough. All right. Let me just. Let me just. Let me just. Let me chill. <sighs> uh, you're gonna get angry enough on this podcast. Yeah. Yeah. It's not. It's not. It's not. It's not get too. It's not get too into it over a fucking beat. Okay. Hi, Ben. How's your week been? And what have you been listening to this week? I had a really great weekend. I had a really great weekend. Um, I listened to a lot this week. So what I'm going to start doing now is I posted up during the week uh, all the underground albums that are going to be dropping. And a lot of people were just like, you know, I don't know any of these people. Like, what is their music like? So, And then they, I said to them, you know, I listen... Yeah, I mean that's the point, but I understand their 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 thing. Like I didn't hadn't listened to them either yet because they only just been released or they're about to be released. So what I'm gonna do, I'll go through my favorite albums in the mainstream first, and then I'll just do a quick sum up of the ones that I listened to that were you know pretty underground because they were very interesting albums. Actually, the first one is kind of underground, and I said this to Charlie during the week because I thought my favorite album of the week was going to be Little Babies, My Turn, but it turned out to be. Scar Lords, Scar Hours, which, yeah, it came onto my radar from this underground release calendar, and I just had an incredible day on Saturday, like a really nice, calm, peaceful day. I'm driving home, and I put this music on, and it's very aggressive, like screamo, yelling rap, and it was just not matching my mood whatsoever, but it was such fire that I just couldn't stop listening. I was like, this is just insane. And, you know, it's basically post-industrial hip-hop. It's heavy metal nods. There's darker elements. Like, there's some death metal in there. Uh, But it just, again, just became my favorite release of the week. Scar is a master of flow. He finds insane pockets inside these dark, dense beats. He pulverizes those pockets with aggression. And, like, his vocals are just crazy. Um, it, I just really enjoyed it. His flows are inventive and exciting and agile, even though he's screaming a lot and like really aggressive. Like, this is a genuine, this is a genuine album. So, 
I really enjoyed that. If you want to go and listen to something crazy when you're about to work out in the gym or if you feel like beating the crap out of someone, just go listen to this. This will uh, this will allow you to release that tension. That was my favorite album of the week. Uh, my Turn by Little Baby. Look, man, Little Baby and Gunner together is so bad that I just think they would lose to Nav in a quality battle. Like, it's just unlistenable because it's just dull. But Little Baby alone is really, really good. Uh, I, you know what I love about this 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 auto tune genre is it's so niched out right now. I never would have guessed back in two thousand and eight that artists would sit so close to each other in theory, but stand so far apart in execution. Because my turn is like a blend of NBA YoungBoy and Kevin Gates's emotion based and you know kind of frank, honest lyrical content. And then there was a lot of a boogie's resilience and vocal stability. And a bit of Young Thug's flair. Like, he just kind of collates all these different things. Like, where A Boogie last week was very set in his lane and, you know, at the pinnacle of his lane, this is just kind of like a mishmash of of different uh, influences and people. And I just really enjoyed it. Um, I can't say much more than that. Uh, It's a long project. It's an hour. But that didn't detract from it. It's quite cohesive and it didn't get boring uh, the the features outshine him on every song. Uzi, Future, Moneybag, Yo, Young Thug, yeah, they they're they're way ahead of him. So that's just the way it is. But he he cobbles together a really good album. So I enjoyed that surprisingly. G Herbo's PTSD, uh, very solid release. I forgot about G Herbo a little bit. Um, pretty glad I checked back in. I actually checked back in because the Juice World uh, performance on the title track, which. Man, that's one of the best tracks of the year. And Juice World, yeah, R.I.P. He he was incredible on that. He really set the scene for it. Um, the joint with Polo G is a good song too. And Herbo's lyrics, like the the depth of his lyrical content, is great. I enjoyed that a lot. I won't. I won't. Uh, I was got some like non hip hop albums here because I've got a lot. I'm not going to go through those. But they were Tangerine Dream, Tangerine Dreams, Recurring Dreams, which was really good, and Bullion. We had a good time. Uh, Zaytoven, Lil Yachty, Lil Got It, and Lil Keed. There's a lot of littles in that. I didn't realize that. Three littles. It's called the A-Team. I guess there's four of them. There's four in the A-Team, so that makes sense. But I feel like they wasted some of the Zaytoven production on this one. Lil Yachty is four levels ahead of everyone else, so that might tell you what you need to know about that release. Um, He dominates on every track he pops up on. He's laid-back delivery... And he's, he's got this monotone flow. It's just perfect for Zaytoven, but the rest of them... Little Keed, I don't get. Uh, I, I'm not a big fan of Little Keed at all. And again, another Young Thug ripoff. Uh, just didn't enjoy it. So that wasn't my favorite. Zaytoven, come on, man. Like, you're all over those future mixtapes. You don't have to do this. Like, just do a mixtape with Lil Yachty. That would be fire, I reckon. Um, so I'll go into the underground. I did Stro back on Saratoga. I found this a very interesting record. There was some brilliant old school production, especially on Uninspired and Marry Me Now. Stro enunciates really well, and he's like a typical Brooklyn rapper in that sense. And that vibe kind of touches every track on this project. It has a very cinematic quality, like you're stepping into a genuine story that really ebbs and flows. His cadence and presence on the mic is not an issue at all. He definitely commands your attention and draws you into what he's saying. The only criticism I have... Uh, and I have this of pretty much every album on this list, is the beats could be better. 
it occasionally dragged me out of the listening experience because it just didn't have that polish of, you know, if you're in a major label machine with all these engineers, etc. That was the only thing. But apart from that, that was a really good project. Lost Soldier, Trench Baby. This is fire. I actually created a playlist for these songs that I found on these underground albums. I put four tracks on there from this project. The consistency across pretty solid production is really powerful. And on Dropbox, he actually says he feels like Gucci Mane. And I felt that his ability to put together a cohesive 16-song album and not run out of breath or stamina is very like Gucci. The trap production is a bit underwhelming, again, as I said before. It isn't bad, but it sounds like a lot of the stuff I get pitched in my inbox, which is sad because Lust Soldier is not like the stuff I get pitched in my inbox. He's actually really brilliant and engaging, and I never got tired of hearing him on a track. He actually beat Young Dolph on the What Happened remix. Like he bat- he outrapped him. So that was hard to do. That was a great trap project. Uh, Billy Machiafava. I'm not sure how you pronounce that. It's called Mainstream Meme. Um, Groovy is one of the best bops of the year so far. This album kind of sits next to artists like Kyle or Lil Dicky. And it's kind of in the same conceptual lane as Lonely Island. But don't let that turn you off. It's like the Young Gravy and Baby No Money album I reviewed a few weeks back. It's like dry humor over fun, campy beats. It's kind of the dry humor I really like. Half the time, it's really hard to tell if he's even joking. His flow is proof that he's not really joking. Because he he makes his outlandish claims of being a rich, successful, top-tier rapper. But he doesn't actually rap in a way that proves any of those possible. And that's not negative. Like, I think that's a genuine technique that he uses. So, yeah, I really enjoyed that. Um, K Forest, Memory Springs was a really great project. Just an R&B artist from Toronto. Uh, he blew up when he picked up a sim- sample placement on Travis Scott's Birds in the Trap. Um, this is pretty silky smooth. Again, the beats weren't great. But, yeah, he can sing really well. Reminds me a lot of Chris Brown. And finally, Lil Candy Paint, Everything Purple. This is probably a cut above the underground trap releases. I heard the beats. Uh, again, man, the beats were a bit of an issue. But yeah, he, he was good. I think he might blow up Lil Candy Paint. Like he That genuinely sounded like a major label album without the good beats behind it. So I really enjoyed that. Anyway, that's what I got into. Sorry to take such uh, so much time up. What about yourself, Yeah, so I Charles? got into 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7 this week. Uh, Going to start with uh, Phonics, uh, Time Goes By. Uh, solid, super, super solid uh, instrumental album here. Phonics, obviously, uh, found, co-founder of uh, Don't Sleep Records. Shout out to the gang. Uh, yeah, this, this, I love this, I love this album, honestly. Uh, this is a great instrumental album. It's, it's one of those really hip hop down to the socks kind of uh, albums and if you watch the documentary underdogs you completely understand this uh because uh, that particular documentary follows my uh, the whole don't sleep records uh, gang and uh yeah like it it just it just made me a little sad like while listening because there are so many there are so many layers on every track like from a there's always like a sample going through you know there's bass lines here and there there's and there's just like loads of stuff under that that you can get into as well that you can just like tune in and out to and just like it's it's like a little buffet whenever you listen it's like oh let me take a bit of that oh yeah i like that let me listen to that for a bit let me just focus on it it's it's so it made me it's a a little bit sweet because while i loved it and thoroughly enjoyed it i was just like there's (laughs) Oh, these beats are so f- few and far in between. 
these days in terms of why why here uh, on the regular because Jesus there's so many there's so many great layers on here and uh, there's also a, a little uh, Kobe tribute uh, track at the end of it which is a very nice touch and uh, yeah man shout to Phonics uh, solid really solid uh, instrumental album uh, Bossman Khan back first first project of the year. Wonder, wonder how many he's going to do this year because I think it was like four last year, with it? So yeah, he's he's, he's he's back in he's back in the yeah. mix. Uh, Twenty nine with this one. That's the name of the project. And uh, yes, yeah, it's, it's 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 cool. It's solid. Um, I think it for me it took about till the second half of the album for me to really get into it. Um, first uh, the first the first half was a bit uh, felt a bit uninspired to me. It was just it was just a bit of you know just just going along with the flow. But um, yeah, the the further it went in. Excuse me. The further it went into uh, the album itself, it, was, it just got a little better and better. So, yeah, man, it's a uh, shout out to Khan, uh, con- consi- consistently getting it done on that front. <clears throat> uh, where okay, which was next? Because I listened to like five. <laughs> it's like the next, the last uh, five in like uh, a space of a day. Uh, I think it was okay. Alpha Mist on my ones EP. Uh boy i mean so when i listened to structuralism which uh made my uh, top 20 last year um i was one of my favorite songs on there probably my favorite alphamist song is uh falling and uh at the end of that there's a little outro where he just is it's just like him on a grand piano and uh and there's also like some strings behind it but most of the time it's just like a grand piano thing and it's so it's so nice and it's so wonderful and after that i was, I was low-key wishing like I hope he does like a little piano joint, just just a piano, just just him on the keys, just jamming. You know what I mean? And lo, lo and behold, we got this. So it's about twenty twenty minutes of just uh, Alpha Miss keys, and uh, yeah, I mean, I can't ask for much more. To be honest, I love it. It's great. It's great. If you like if you like some piano or you like some Alpha Mist, right up your alley. Uh, Terrace Martin synthesize S I N the size. Um, okay. So I had a I've I've been I've been trying to think about like uh, I was thinking about the album EP thing that I always have um, obviously, and uh, this is classed as an album, but uh, Ben, you know I love Terrace Martin, right? You, you know I love him, right? He's, he's my boy. I love Terrace Martin, you right? Love him. But you boy, love him. this ain't an album, bro. This is an EP. This is an EP, and this is some this is ideas. This this is it's an EP full of ideas. Some great ideas. Love the ideas going on here. Like, and uh, if if this this isn't the album that he's been working on, I know this for a fact, right? It, it's it's ain't it. It's great. It's it's got some great ideas on here, but it's fifteen minutes. This is this is not an album. It's it's not it's not it's not an That's album not to me. It's an EP an to EP. me. It's a, it's it's very bare bones. You know, this it's it's all beats. Most of it is only one track where it has some vocals on it, and even with that, it's just like. Uh, there's no like you know verses or anything it's pretty much just a hook and that's it so yeah it's, it's just a bunch of ideas that's all it is if it, it says album but it's not an album it's an ep but it's a, it's a great place i guess if you want to like start to get into terrace martin and don't listen to like a full album or anything it's a great you know it's a great way to just uh get yourself introduced because it's very synth heavy um as you can imagine by the title but yes it's it's not an album. <laughs> it's not an album. That's all I can say about it. Uh, but uh, shout out to Terrace Mine. Uh, I also listened to Stroh back on Saratoga. Um, I did listen to his debut. Um, I yeah. think it was last year. And uh, yeah, I think back then I forgot. I forgot the name of the album. But uh, while I enjoyed it initially, I was just like, it didn't. It didn't 
sit like it didn't sit in my head i think it was like a year or two years ago i forget but yeah it it didn't really make an impression on me uh for this one while i think it was better um i i, st- I still have that i still have that what's the what's the usp for this guy you know what i mean um just the fact that you, yeah, you know nar yeah. signed you and your mass appeal isn't enough for me and he did mention that on the he didn't mention that on I the track know that. um you know he's like shouting nar signing me stuff like that and i'm like that's cool bro but i'm still trying to find this usp it's the same with like people like you know cos um you know and uh like omen yeah, Luke, that, yeah. um, you know them dreamville guys you know i i i i know who they are but I, I don't I don't have a USP for for them guys. You know what's what's your thing? You know what I mean. So uh, yeah, that's, that's just uh, yeah. that's just how it is. But I guess uh, you know for an album, it's great. I, I thoroughly enjoyed it when I listened to it. Um, some great uh, some great bars on here. Just some great vibes. And uh, I don't know what you're talking about the production. I enjoyed the production to be completely honest. But uh, yes, yeah, it's, it's a solid album. It's a, it's a okay. real solid album. Yeah, fair enough. Um, Smoke Dizza, uh, closed mouth. Don't get fed. Hey. Yeah, what was man. That like? um, I mean, I, I I don't know. It was it was it was odd because like the first few tracks, I was like, okay, you're doing great, Smoke, but these features ain't doing it for me. <laughs> these fe- the features weren't doing it on me. So it let me let there. me just get it up right quick. Um, uh, where where you are? There you are. So Westside Gun was on the first track, right? And it wasn't no verses. It was just Westside Gun doing Westside Gun stuff. It was basically being flavor flavor on the track. Yeah, that's all it was. Bro. <laughs> that's all it was. It was just like. It was just him mentioning Balenciagas and going, do, 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 just that. That's all it was, bro. That's all it was. <laughs> I, know, I can't I know lie, you man. That's so fire. Know you fire just but bro, fucking I'm... fire. I can do an album with that shit. <laughs> I mean, that's your fucking ringtone, in it? A fucking joker, this kid. <laughs> but yeah, literally. So I was like, um, I was enjoying like Smoke's, because like, I love his delivery. I love his voice. I love it. I love. I love when Smoke's on the track, right? And I, yeah. and I was enjoying his verse, and then it's just like two, and then the rest of the song was just two minutes of Westside Gun, just like basically being Flavor Flav and just saying whatever the fuck he wants. So I'm just like, okay. <laughs> and then like came Flip De Nero, and I was like, he's 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 alright. It's cool. The hooks alright, I guess. And then T Pain of all people's on on one, and I'm just like. And that, and that really? was like, uh, and that he was on a hook, and I was like, okay, sure, yeah. But T-Pain then, uh, but then, like, brand. I came into like the rest of the album, like Buddy's on here, Dave East is on here, Wiley's on here as well, Tish Hyman. Um, you know, it, it it got a bit better. Dave East been busy. It got a bit better, I think. Uh, but yeah, like, uh, I don't know. I was just trying to figure out what was the vibe here, because like those three artists right there's features are just so different. And I was just getting so many different flavors, and I was—I just couldn't really like fi- find a foundation for what this album was about. But uh, yeah, I mean, I mean, yeah, it's all right. It's cool. I mean, you know, if you if you like smoke, you like smoke, and uh, you know, some cool features on here. But I was just—I was just discombobulated most of the time. I was just like, where are we going with this one? <laughs> it's just that's all, that's all I say. That's all I was wondering. And uh, lastly, um, lastly, uh, Moses Sumney, uh, Gray Part One. That was it was so oh, uncanny, yeah, right? Because um, because uh, Ben album. hit me up going like, "Have you if you listened to Moses Sumney?" I was like, "How do you know you ha- I have him on my list?" It was so fucking uncanny. I was like, "How did you know that?" Um, so yeah, it's uh, bro. It's similar to um, I don't want to say his name again. No, Obong Jr. Right? <laughs> I need to figure out what is it, how I say it. But uh, it was it was similar to that. I can't pin this album down. 
It's so fucking fascinating to me. I can't pin it down. I mean, he says on his um, I think he says on his uh, like a biography on Spotify, it was like a black classical, and I guess I can I can, I can mess with that as a you know as a I guess a label, but yeah, man, there's some soul elements, there's some jazz elements, there's some uh, R and B elements, but bro, I I don't want to say that this is anything but just like unpin downable, just black art. Like it's so it's so fucking ethereal. Um, I can't. I I I, mm. I, I, I was I was just trying to like understand it. <laughs> it's just one of them albums I just couldn't get out of my brain. It was just so fucking weird. Not weird, but it's just so fascinating, so different. Um, and yeah. So shout out to my Zumni on that. That was just um. I don't know how I. I don't. Yeah, know, I, for, I forgot I how I. I forgot how that came across to... me. But yeah, I was, I'm glad. I, I'm glad I peeped because yeah, that's some that's some like uh, that's some high art right there, bro. That's some. For some high art, fucking, that's crazy. Yeah, I used to um, I listened to his last album a lot. Actually, I listened to this quite a lot too. I just put it on and I, I listened to it like two or three times through. I wasn't like overthinking it. I was just like, this yeah. is just really beautiful. And his voice uh, is just yeah, so was a good like, way to describe it. Buttery, it's just high, it's just beautiful. It's got, like it, it's great. Yeah, just it was really just a high quality. Yeah piece of music really high quality piece of music so shout out Moses Sumney that was a yeah, I big really facts, enjoyed that project facts. okay right topic of this week part 3 of our 2.4k series and I uh, don't know about you guys but I'm getting fatigued with this bullshit my god okay right Ben up to you where do you want to begin because I'm going to rage either way <laughs> uh, <laughs> well I think well uh... We do we'll do groups first because artist and rapper like we'll talk about the difference between those two. Just a little bit of behind the scenes stuff for me. Like obviously I post this stuff and I haven't posted any in a couple of days. The artist one really because I've been going through some stuff in my personal life. Not not bad stuff, good stuff. So I've just been not focusing. Focusing as much on you on fuck boys living late. Uh, to these <laughs> But I've been posting them up and they get like, you know, what, like a thousand fucking replies. How am I going to go through that? And most of them are just like, oh, these are stupid. This list is stupid. I'm like, well, it's got 15,000 likes and 1.4 million views. I don't know what to say to you. Like, is it really stupid or like, have I just found a niche? Like, I don't know. What do you want me to do? I can't help it. I'm sorry. Other people have voted these lists. So I'm starting to get pretty fatigued and... I've still got three to post. I haven't posted the albums, the artists, uh, the albums, the rappers, or the groups yet. I think I'm going to do one a week when I'm feeling resilient or I'm feeling like I'm going to go out for the day. So I'm just going to put <laughs> it up in the morning and just like start a fire yeah, and then just throw leave a it and then come the back and see. Just run. <laughs> yeah. There's a classic um, line on The Simpsons, and I quote it all the time, and Bart says... Um, he doesn't want to go somewhere. He's like, do we really have to go? I started a couple of fires this morning. I should really keep an eye on them. And I, I feel that way too. Like I put some stuff up on Twitter. I'm like, I should keep an eye on this before it, you know, takes my entire account down. But yeah, I guess the way I just conceptualized it is, it's just an interesting look into the way that people are voting. It's an interesting look into the demographic on Twitter and what they're listening to. And uh, yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it's 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 interesting. Some of the when you think about it, like Madlib on the producer list at number three, like that was crazy. When you think about it, when you look at these lists, anyway, we're gonna go into I was the groups say, you, because you, you haven't dropped producers. Yet. I didn't think this. 
No, I did. No, I dropped producers last. We did. Did we do producers last week? No, we, we did producers, right? No, we, we haven't did done the, producers we did on this. Overrated, consistent, and yeah. Oh last week. shit! All right. Well, producers. then we'll do producers. Are you? Are you one hundred percent sure? Go through the groups and I'll check. All right, you check. I'll go through the groups. So, I'll go. Like, I'll do the top fifteen. So, Outcast came first. Uh, twenty-seven point eight percent of the votes. Wu Tang second. Yeah, that we didn't do producers last week. All right, we'll do them this week then. Um, uh, Wu Tang second, eighteen point seven percent. Tribe Called Quest third, nine point seven. Those are big numbers, by the way. NWA fourth, five point two percent. Great top four. The Great only top, top four. four. The only logical falls top off a four, cliff. To be honest. Fall, falls off a cliff. Falls off a cliff. Um, Brockhampton, number five, 3.3%. Migos, Migos, number six, 2.3%. Odd Future, 1.9% at seven. Mob Deep, eight. Flatbush Zombies, nine. ASAP Mob, 10. The Roots, 11. Come on, man. What are we doing? Oh, what are so we doing? What so are we true. doing? That is a fucking What are we reason. doing? Uh, RTJ, Run the Jewels, 12. Black Hippie. 13, Dreamville, 14, Slaughterhouse, 15, Bone Thugs Harmony, 16, 36, 36 Mafia, 17, Death Groups, 18, Kids See Ghosts, 19, Earth Gang, 20. Okay, well, firstly, um, you guys don't know what groups are because groups are people of three or more. So, you know, while I understand Outcasts, not group. Uh, Nah, I'm, um, I'm okay. I'm, I'm, I'm not, okay with that. I'm not because otherwise we'd have yeah, to do a yeah, duo. Duos. Yeah, duos. There you go. I'm not doing just, a duo. No, not, another category. No, we don't I, need I another mean, category. I mean, I'm, Come on, man, I'm dying here. I'm, I'm just saying, like you guys clearly don't know the definition of groups. Uh, like, right. So Outcast is not a group. Uh, 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 what is it? Uh, RTJ technically is not a group. Was it Kitty Ghost? Not group. Earth Gang? Not group. You guys don't understand what a group is. Jay-Z and Kanye, not a group. Um, so, yeah, that's just first of all. Um, second of all, uh, yeah, I think if if you don't have, objectively, Wu-Tang, Tribe, um, NWA, uh, Mod, Mod Deep again, not, not, not a group. Um, uh, if you don't have, like, Wu-Tang and a, a Tribe Called Quest in your top five, like, you, you just, I don't, I don't. What, what, do you even listen to hip hop? Like that's five. an honest question. That's a legit question. Like even subjectively, I think like most people should just have like in their list just because. Because like it's just it's just what, who are better? Who who is better than those two? Like that's just that's one and two forever will be. Like I don't I don't understand that. Um, well, I do understand that because second and third, even though Alcast not a group, but not a group. But anyway, we'll continue from that. Uh, NWA, I completely understand. Um, I, f- I, f- <laughs> I, I feel like uh, there's a contingent of people that like see NWA as you know the um, excuse me as like a monolith, and excuse me, and uh, don't actually haven't like listened to the music. I, I, I just haven't. I just have a odd feeling about that. Like I, I, I'm, I can't, I can't. Um, what's the word? I can't, I can't prove it. But I just have an odd feeling about it because I, I don't know how many people. Um, I, I actually there was a conversation. Um, so uh, shout out to Bimani Jones because uh, he did a he said a tweet today saying like Easy E was a whack rap and this was in response to a uh, uh, Wacker Flacker saying um he was whack. 
Um, and he and uh, <laughs> Bogue said, um, "Easy E, whack rapper." But Easy does it a classic album, right? And people were going like, oh, "He's not whack, he's not whack." And it's like he had to say every lyric like he's 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 whack. It's okay to say Easy is whack, and I understand he's like technically he's whack. But you know, you listen to it and it's and it's lit. Um, and it's the same with Wacker Flackers. Like you know, that shit that shit's fire. I assume I didn't listen to much Wacker. Um, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, exactly. So no, it you know, is, it's, it's, fire, it's fire, fine, yeah. but we're not we're not putting them on the on the rappers list. Okay, it's it's a, it's a difference on here. Um, and you know, I say that for a lot of I say that for a lot of ice. You know, they're they're you know, the albums are cool, but they're not great. But anyway, um, I I, I wonder that for also like uh, someone like NWA because it's just like people don't even recognize like MC Ren uh, or even Ice Cube. I get, but if we go through the rappers, it's not even on there. You know what I mean? It's just odd. It's just odd for me. So I, I find that interesting with the NWA. I think people just like watch Stroud Compton and just like, you know, they know who NWA is. So like, oh, they must be good. You know what I mean? It's just like, mm, have you guys listened? I'm not saying that it's not doo-doo. It's great. You know, Stroud Compton and Ethel uh, 4 Zagging is great. But I'm just saying. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I said to Ben uh, before he dropped the, before he gave me the list, I said uh, if Brockhampton and uh, uh, Migos are anywhere near this list, I'm gonna flip. And uh, lo and behold, they're five and six. I'm 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 I'm, I'm not surprised. I'm I'm not surprised. I, I said it because I wa- I didn't want to be surprised. But there we go. Lo and behold, not surprised. Um, what I am surprised about is Brockhampton's above Odd Future, considering Brockhampton's like a you know direct descendant of Odd Future. I find that quite fascinating. Um, and also, you know, just the people that aren't on here, like, why is Run DMC number 31? Why is Gangstar below pro era? Fuck off. So, guys, name name three. Name more than three pro era members. Actually, Ben, go, go on. Try and name. Try and name. Joey. Yeah? That guy who raps <laughs> really fast and good. I'm, I'm not shitting on pro era. Uh... Right? But come on. You you I'm get sure some you know, some people can't even. I free. can't remember. What's that guy? Yeah, Nick uh, Caution. Nick, yeah. Caution. Yeah. Nick okay. Caution. And there's one other that I know, but I can't remember him. Oh, fuck! What's his name? Michi Darko. No, that's Flatbush. Oh shit! All right. Yeah. Uh, see, see, exactly. I'm not seeing. I'm not seeing on Pro Era. Is Beast Coast but you're not Pro putting, Era? Or you're not sandwiching these people. Huh? Beast Coast Pro Era, or is it like a collab? Yeah, that was Beast Coast. Beast Coast is Flatbush and Pro Era. Ah. Uh... That's where you're getting confused. Okay, yeah. So, anyway, I'm, I'm just making my point. Why the fuck is Public Enemy number 36? Are you taking the piss? Come on, guys. Uh, Diggable Planets. I mean, that's a personal, um, you know, shower. I, don't, I'm, I expect it to be nowhere. Is Dust uh, on here? Some of these, some of these lists. Uh, so, why? 21 Pilots? The Beatles? Where's... Oh, you fuckers. Yeah, people you just... You fuckers, the jokers. People you, just... Like, see, I'm done. I'm done. There fuck. we go. That's it. I'm done. I haven't... I'm done. You, clear, you guys... Clearly, you guys did not take this seriously. I'm not, I'm not even going to give it... I'm not even going to entertain that. Like, Beatles and 21 Pilots, I'm done. There you go, that's it. Next list. Where's, Next list. where's Dust Effects? Where the fuck is Dust Effects? What is going on here? It doesn't matter, bro. They put Beatles and uh, 21 Pilots on here and people that I've never heard of. I'm not even being rude. I've never heard of Drain Gang. I'm sorry. Wait. And why is Gorillas number 59 and Little Brother number 58? Dust effects... Come on, guys. It's, just, it's, a, it's a wrap. It's a wrap. I'm sorry. Dust, I'm effects, done. Didn't I'm done. Even I'm done. Get a, Dust effects didn't even get a single vote. <laughs> huh? Huh? No. It's a wrap. It's a wrap. It's a wrap for you guys. You will not put Beatles on here. It's a wrap. It's a wrap. It's a fucking wrap. That noise like you the keep... Beatles... Beatles got more pick, uh, just as many picks as Little Brother and Gorillas. Beatles, like, Beatles, it's, it's Beatles got some slaps, but 
Beatles gossip. Some rap. Beatles gossip. Slap. No, I left those in. I left those in because people just um people just put whatever they want. Uh, Gorillas is in here too. You know, like I was debating about taking those Jokers. out, but I was like, meh. Why the fuck is Dreamville so high? <sighs> A bit, no, seriously, guys. You, you. Nobody listened to uh, Revenge of the Dreamers one and two. Nobody. I, I hold. Unless you're a Drake uh, Cole stan, you did not listen to Revenge of the Dreamers one and two when they dropped. I'm sorry, you didn't. You didn't. You didn't. You guys didn't. This is not deserve to be 14 for wherever the fuck they are on the list. I'm sorry. Sorry. No. 14. Yeah. Fucking higher. Fucking higher. No. No. Not off one album which all everyone's listened to. No. No. Jokers. Absolute jokers. Uh, even clips. Sorry, there you go. A duo, 22. not a group again. Damn, that's low. G- below G Unit. G Unit had some. Yeah, that was alright. Dipset D D twelve. Guys, I'm not. I I love Black Hippie. I'm not even putting Black Hippie in my top thirty. I'm sorry. They don't have, a, disc- like, they don't have just... a proper discography. We need. We need. Exactly. They have like one mixtape. You lot are going off one mixtape. I mean, they kind of have Black what? Panther soundtrack, but not really. Like you know. No, no, we don't. We're not counting that. We're not counting that. That's not Black Hippie. No, let's not do that. Let's not. Let's not even try. ASAP Bob, sure, but not not above the roots. Not above the nah, roots. The roots. I'm sorry. It's just that's great. Roots have to be. The roots in is a, top five. They have to be top five. The roots is top five. Roots have Objectively. to. Roots have to come in just above, just below NWA because NWA was uh, more influential. I feel. I, I'm. I'm really. Do you not feel that way? For, what that NWA was more influential. Okay. Well, let me let me just say this right, and this is my this is my final right. Woo, NWA, Tribe, Roots, and uh, I feel I feel like there's another one. Oh yeah, uh, Run DMC. Uh, I just realised Gangstar, not a group, not a group. Um, <laughs> and Public Enemy, right? If those guys, if you ain't got three of them in your top five, don't talk to me. That's it. I'd be happy with Outcast if you got Outcast in there. I, I thought that I well personally I would have Wu Tang at the number one position by a long way because not just their group. Oh, for me it's Tribe, but Wu Tang's rounded there. But objectively, I'm putting Wu number one forever and ever because like it's nobody, nobody can. No one can touch that. Nobody no one can, do can touch that collective. You know, you got what? Well, that's a future episode, by the way. That's a future episode. Yeah, we're gonna do Wu Tang. But you know what? It's so hard because I'm such a completionist that I've just been like going through every Wu solo album trying to listen to it. And that's why it's been taking us a while to get to the Wu album, the Wu thing, because I've got to listen to all the albums. But yeah. Oh, so via. Oh, so. Oh, God. Are you doing that now? You... Oh, okay, man. I'm so, prepping. Okay. I, bet, um, I, bet, I, bet, I better get started then. I'm, I'm prepping. I'm, I'm, when I come to London in September, I'm going to line them all up and I'm going to listen to them back to oh. back to back to back to back. So I'm good to oh, go. Rah. But um, okay. yeah, Fuck. the top fours, I'm not, I'm not mad at the top four at all. Uh, obviously, I would have Wu Tang above Outcast. And I'm not saying Outcast is bad. I just think, imagine Wu Tang, like, what, nine members, eight members, like, unbelievable collective. Music was great. They all splintered off and did their solo thing, but they all helped each other out. Like, they're all on each other's solo albums. It's just an incredible, the true collective. It's a true collective, and it was very, very influential. Outcast, amazing, opened up a lane for Southern hip-hop in the mainstream. Tribe Called Quest, obviously. NWA, obviously. Yeah, Migos, I'm really struggling to understand how Migos could be at number six because they have one decent album and a good mixtape. And Culture 2 was not good. Uh, their most recent work is just boring now. They've they've hit a plateau and they're not progressing. Mob Deep, yeah. You know, great, great group. No, no Capone and Morrigan. Duo. 
Yeah, I mean, I understand. I understand. Like, I, I don't really have an issue with I'm the, putting an the... asterisk on all of those, by the way. I'm just saying, okay. like, while I understand, like, why people have picked them, I'm, it's just my ass, just my personal asterisk. Like, there's duos and there's groups. Okay. Just yeah, so. I'm not, I don't know. I'm, I'm not like Charlie with the lexicon. Like, I, I'm not like that. Bro, we did an episode on duos. Get out, get off, get off me with that. Oh, miss we did me. Do a best, we did do miss a best me. Duo. We Miss me, alright? We did a duo episode. But we can you include take the in. definition Let, as well. Well, let's just Miss put a me. slash in here. Best group slash duo. And that's... Alright then, alright then. Now, right, we're, now we're talking. No, we're let me go for the whole list again. I'm joking, I'm joking. <laughs> let's continue, fuck. We'll be all night if I'm doing that. <laughs> uh, now, Mob Deep, Mob Deep, not, not mad at that. Uh, I don't know why Capone and Noriega, if you're going to have duos and then you don't have Capone and Noriega, that really confuses me because Noriega was one of the first to like really start rapping in that Where's really Dipset? Weird... Dipset a uh, 23rd. Okay. Dipset, I, I said like that, that for you. I don't listen to Dipset. <laughs> no, I like that. Dipset were a real real movement and they had a lot of... It wasn't just music with Dipset. You know, it was like a fashion thing. It was like, yeah, I, I really liked the Dipset. Just above D12 though. You know, I'm a massive D12 fan, but man, come on, how could D12 be above Fuji's? <laughs> Oh, I didn't even get into Fuji's. Fuck. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Like, unbelievable. Blunted on Reality is an underrated album. It's not that bad, guys. Oh, Just man. saying. The score it's is not the score, classic. but it's not bad. Score in the score is a fucking classic. I don't know what you guys say. skated on that album. She skated around. She was skating on Wyclef and Praz. It was just embarrassing for them. But they oh, still she, held no, it. She on. didn't skate. She Simone Biles that shit. She was oh, backflipping all over them, bro. Back <sighs> How do you... Like locks twenty eight, twist. Locks twenty eight, yeah. Nerd, you know, not particularly hip hop, but like I understand. Um, young Money at thirty four, you know, I don't know. Their their group albums are not that great. Uh, let's have a look down here. Clipping at forty three. Black Star at forty four. Nah, no. <laughs> but the the fact that there's no dust effects just blows my mind, man. Anyway, that's um, that's groups. I, I'm not mad at... Look, I'm not... Again, I said this last week. I say it the week before. It's your opinion. I totally understand that, and I respect it. You're totally allowed to have your opinion. I am just giving my opinion. It's a shame it's opinion. whack, though. Huh? It's a shame it's whack. <laughs> it's not that bad. Like, honestly, man, if I'm happy that though, <laughs> that top four exists. I'm really happy that you guys put those in the top four. So shout out to you. That that also that's a big gap between number four and number five. So that top four is fucking solidified. That's a big gap. So I would just consider that, and then the rest of it, I'm kind of looking at it like meh. You know, it's just not as not as big as that top four. So I'm happy with that top four. Um, all right, we'll do producers next. Uh, this was interesting. This was really interesting. There was only one misstep in this, I felt, in the top 10, or maybe two. So I'll go through the top 10. Kanye West, number one, at 24.8%. Dr. Dre, number two, at 14.1%. Madlib, number three, at 10.5%. Then it dropped off. Metro Boomin was four, with 6.5%. DJ Premier at five. Pharrell at six. Jay Dilla at seven. Mike Dean at eight. Timberland at 9, Tyler the Creator at 10, Alchemist at 11, Neptunes at 12. I delineated the two because Pharrell has his own uh, production outside of Neptunes. Maybe could have put them together, but I wanted to keep it pure. Uh, Rizzer at 13, 
Just Blaze at 14, No ID at 15. I was like, who the fuck's Noid? <laughs> yeah. You know, when I went through the data, I was like, who the hell is Noid? And I'm Googling Noid, Noid and I'm looking up like Noid. Like, who is this Noid? Well, you need to get your grammar from point, bro. Uh, it'll be all right when I put, oh, I put I need the some, list I need some full stops in between, though. This is raw. This is the raw data you get in. Noid. <laughs> Okay, that makes sense. I was I was like looking at that. I was like, say that name. <laughs> yeah, who the hell is Noid? Do me a favor on that. Okay. Uh, yeah. What are your thoughts? So, what so you who thoughts? the two? Who are the two that you're confused about then? You said there were two. Metro outside, the top should 10. not be at number four. Not Metro at number four. Like, come yeah, on. Yeah, Metro has no 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 Metro? place here. No, Metro has no place here. Glad we agree on and that. T- look, Tyler is a great producer, but at yeah, ten. I don't yeah, know, man. Like, be, he's be no below. He's above Rizza. He's above be, Alchemist. He's above a lot he's of people, bro. He's, he's above, above a lot of people. Wonder. He's above uh, Q-Tip. He's above Pete Rock. You know, he's above a lot of people. Fair. You know, everyone okay. knows I adore Tyler, and I think he's way underrated as a producer. I think more more artists should get Tyler on tracks. I don't know why he doesn't produce much outside of his own music. And he's even said on Twitter that he wants to produce more outside of his own music, but people aren't. I'm fucking with him in that way, which really confuses me. But um, yeah, I, I just don't feel like he is number ten. But um, yeah, so that's that's the list. What are your thoughts there, Charlie? I love how uh, Diddy is here at forty, and like like nobody said the hitmakers. That's so fucking creased to me. The absolute disrespect. <laughs> yeah, I wonder where that came. <laughs> the absolute disrespect. You not say Diddy, but you know, you know the, he the hitmakers who actually made the beats, bro. He said it up so that disrespectful. Way. Oh god, those effects! The fact the hitmakers made the beats, like they put, he I put know, them, he, but you know, he took he him to an up. island. He said, "Make beats," and they made fucking beats. Like, you know, they, that's he what set they it did. up. He, was... he set it up to so he was the front, and then ah. the, they were kind of like, "Oh yeah, ah. did he? Did he produce it? No, 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 no!" Like all these other. Brother's the ear. He was like, "Was like, mm, that's cool. Throw a drum on that." That's it. You all he did. Like he was like, "Throw a drum on that. Throw, throw this on that." That's all he did. That's just funny to me, but anyway, um, yeah. So I agree with you, Metro Boomin and the Tyler of no no place here. Um, I I feel like I'm surprised Alchemist isn't higher. Um, you know, I can't be mad at Kanye being number one, even though I personally wouldn't. Um, but I understand. Dre's, of course, Madlib, of course, Great um, pick. Primo, of course. Um, why the hell is uh, Pete Rocker 25? Uh, why is Knife Wonder at 18th? Um, they should be top five, in my opinion. Um, apart from that, like Manny Fresh, um, I feel like should be higher. Um, just off, um, uh, what's the word? Um, just off like uh, legacy alone. Uh, it's funny. It's funny. This is this is it, it adds to my theory. Like I said this to Ben off wax. I was like, um, when it comes to the when it comes to these lists, like you y- you guys are very selective over um over picking like uh, legacies, I guess in this in the in the broadest scopes. Like yeah. so, you guys are put so you guys will happily put Lil Wayne like in the top five of whatever, right? But Manny Fresh as a producer is nowhere to be seen. Like you put no, Lil Wayne somewhere, that's different. That's different. but young, but young money's but young money and hot boys are nowhere to be seen. Like it's it's so funny to me. It's, but Weezy's Weezy's dropping new product. Like I feel like that's. But I think you're onto a good point there. But I think that the person is different. Like 
There are other artists. I, get, I like, know. I, it's, 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 it's a loose example, but it's an example I've just gotten off, off the top of these two yeah, lists. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I just find it funny. Like, you, you, you guys, like... Um, you know, if if we when we look at the rapper list, I'm just assuming that Andre is going to be very high, um, and Outcast is obviously very high, right? But yeah, what about the people? Where, where's Organized Noise, by the way? There you go. That's another one. Where's Organized Noise? Not nowhere, nowhere to be seen on here. It's funny. It's just it's just interesting. Like it's it's so selective. Some people. It's just like if I'm putting Rhapsody somewhere, you know, I put I put Knife One is my goat. You know this, right? That off, that off that alone, I'm putting Rhapsody like high on my personal list, just off being known alone. Like it's just it's just how it is. Like Just Blaze is here, fourteen, right? So clearly you recognise the connection between Just and you know someone like a Jay Z or whatever. So it, it, it's just it's just it's just a theory I have. Like it's not it's not fully it's it's not fully um, mapped out, but it's just very interesting that I've like gathered across these lists. It's like you guys can be very selective. You know, uh, saying like, "Oh, this person's great," but um, the person that you know made their career or really boosted their career is like nowhere to be seen. It's just very interesting. But anyway, back to the list. Um, you know, um, yeah, I can't really complain about most of this to be honest. Um, you know, I obviously switch up a lot of things, but uh, you know, that's just me. I think objectively, it's not bad. This is probably the one of the best of best lists we've had so far. Um, you know, but, but apart from you know, people like uh. I think it's interesting, like people like Flying Lotus are down here, and uh, uh, Michael made it thirty-five. That's funny. Rick Rubin, uh, thirty-one. It's interesting. Scott Storch at thirty-two. It's very interesting. Um, but yeah, you know, it's just uh, so it's twenty-nine forty, by the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Forty. Noah, okay. Noah. Sorry. I yeah, saw, I, okay. Yeah, I saw got forty, got and I was like twenty-nine. Raw. I was like, who the? F- <laughs> okay, that no, confused me. You got the me. super raw data. <laughs> I haven't, I haven't cleaned this. I just put it up. So yeah, yeah no, that's that's fine. But yeah, yeah. Apart from that, I can't really complain. I'm nothing to really uh have my head explode about. Um, I personally have ninth and uh, Q and uh, Pete Rock much higher. Um, shout to Soundwave being twenty-seven. I didn't realize you guys actually mess with Soundwave. See, it's like, see, see, it's interesting. Like, yeah, what is this? Nobody uh, talks about Soundwave. Nobody talks about Soundwave. That's all them. Really... Ken- all them Kendrick albums. Soundwave's been right behind all of those, boy. That's a Put really some respect interesting on Soundwave name. thing to go down because I'm curious about that too. Because you know, I see Madly, but number three, and I guess the Freddie Gibbs thing with Bandano is the. The, one of the reasons why, like, I'm looking for reasons, or I'm always looking yeah, for yeah, reasons. I, I find it. I want to. I want to know, like, when you guys listen to Madlib, are you listening to like the Blue Note album? Because that that shit is fire. That's like the one. That's like the best Madlib work, personally, right? But I feel like it's just like a piñata and bandana for most people. On Mad Villainy. Oh yes, that's too Mad Villainy. So can't forget Mad Villainy. But yeah, exactly. It's like <laughs> this is interesting to me. Like, I, I, ugh. I wish I could have context on some of this shit. I'd say Metro, I, I think is Metro. I think is the the producer tag. If Young Metro don't trust you, I'm gonna shoot you. So I think that's why he's popped up at number four. But that's surprising to me because then Just Blaze is 14. Maybe he was a generation prior, but he had a producer tag and he was on a lot of tracks. Just Blaze. Just Blaze. And then you know Rizza at 13. I'm happy that he's even been mentioned he's my top five always but 
Yeah, it's just interesting. Then we get to Pharrell. I yeah, mean, objectively, like I don't think people put RZA in the conversation. Objectively, like again, I don't know why? Everyone, why? everyone puts everyone puts Woo. You know, top five groups. Not? So How can they not? why not put RZA listen. top five producers? Because he's the one making them beats, bro. Yeah, but those beats are slaps. Like you got to yeah, listen, bro. and he puts these touches. He he was yeah. very Dr. Dre before Dr. Dre started. And I know Dr. Dre started in the eighties. I'm not saying RZA came before Dr. Dre. But Dr. Yeah, Dre he, has they this, had the same formula. Yeah, yeah. Dr. Dre had this technique where he would just put like a little uh, more sauce yeah, on a beat, formula. like just a little flourish. And then if you listen to Eminem's production, he took that from Dre. But RZA was doing that at the same time as Dre was doing it. You know, it was really. Mm-hmm. I'm glad that Alchemist is on here. Uh, Timberland. This is the surprising thing. This is a thing. This is a thing. Exactly what you're talking about. Timberland at number nine. Swiss Beats at fifty one. Now, what is the reason for that? What is the reason for that? I don't understand. I'm trying to work this out of my head. I'm doing calculations. I'm drawing yeah. Venn diagrams. Yeah. I don't know what the fuck's going on there. Because yeah. Timbo and Swizz both changed the game in the late 90s. Swizz, yeah. arguably, mm-hmm. a little bit more. And Timbo's yeah. production is... It's possibly that Timbo went into a more pop lane. And that I, is why I, I, I personally don't rate Timberland uh, production. That's just me. Um, I like off now, I don't think it's aged well. But um, yeah, that's. But I understand the obviously why he's Timberland. Like, it sounds like subjectively, I'm not really. It sounds rating. like he's making beats in a jungle. I love Timbo production. Like it's just so okay. crazy and out there. But I think Swizzy was more influential in hip hop. I just honestly think he was more influential. The fact yeah. that Scott Storch is all the way down at. Wherever the hell he is, where is Scott yeah. Storch? Uh, Thirty-two. Uh, right. yeah, Thirty-two. Like, yeah, man, it, it is interesting. You're right. Like a selective nostalgia almost, but there's always a reason why there is selective nostalgia. It's just very. That's the thing. Timberland and Swizz. I just think it must be that Timberland did more pop stuff. Did stuff with uh, Justin Timberlake with um, Nelly Furtado. That could be the reason for that. But. Uh, no ID at 15, I was super happy about and very surprised. I don't think he got there on the strength of 444 alone. So it yeah. would be very interesting to see why he got there. Maybe his connection with Kanye uh, is a possibility because people are Kanye fans. They know of that connection. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Anyway, I wasn't super mad at this list. You know, this was a decent list. That's probably one of the better ones, believe it or not. Now we're going to get into this one because this is not a great list. So let me get the artists up. Uh, this is the one. This is the one that broke my spirit. <laughs> this is the one that broke my spirit. Um, Tell me why. So well, the reason was because I got really scared when this went up because it got 1.5 million views, and I just saw the response was vitriolic, and it got to the point where I was, you know, I I, I receive a lot of criticism as hip hop numbers, like a lot of criticism because I started off in journalism and I started off writing with people uh, and obviously I don't do that anymore I don't do long form articles I don't do deep dives into stuff and so the the community that I was part of rejected me or like you know they're, they're not they don't fuck with hip hop numbers they still like me as a person but again I came up against it when I posted this list and I saw the same people that I really respect and, and used to work with being very critical of the whole process of just doing this in general and yeah it, it was challenging it was really challenging I made, it made me like really question my values with regard to hip hop numbers in general um, 
That's why I haven't posted a list since. I will post. I will ask my followers if they want me to continue posting them. But this is the reason why. I'll talk quickly about the difference between artists and rapper. I just wrote it on Instagram. The difference between best rapper and best artist, in my opinion, is how adept you are at crafting a song. There are plenty of MCs who could spit bars till the end of days, but may not be able to visualize a song, come up with a hook, pick the right beat, pick the right feature, know how to produce and arrange, to edit, to master, to mix, etc. Rapping is a huge part of the song and hip-hop, but it is only part. It is not the whole song. And we spoke about this on the production podcast. You know, artistry is different from emceeing. And emceeing is a part of artistry, and you can, you know, it's an art in itself, but it's a little bit different. So with that said, uh, here they are, top 15. Number one is Kanye West at 45%, uh, which is the biggest margin of any of them. And I'm not mad at that whatsoever, by the way. I'll just put that on wax. Kendrick Lamar, number two, 7.9%. Huge gap. Three, Mac Miller. Four, Tyler, the creator. Four was also Drake, same amount. Six, because we skipped one, Tupac. Seven, Andre, 3,000. Eight, Jay-Z. Eight was also Frank Ocean. Kept him in there because I kept the data. Ten was J. Cole. Eleven was Lil Wayne, Kid Cudi, and Charles Gambino. Fourteen was Eminem. Fifteen was Travis Scott. Have you got the top sixty in front of you, Charlie? I didn't send you that. Uh, yeah, I've got like uh, I think forty or something like that. All right, for, probably top forty. Yeah. Yeah. Um. I mean, I, 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 you, you know, you know, I struggle with the. You know the definition of uh, "quote unquote" ice because I, I, I honestly I don't think people think about it like this in, in this particular way. Um, just from a just from a you know a casual conversation perspective, it's like who's your who's your favorite hip hop artist? You know what I mean? Like it, I, don't, I don't I don't feel people have these conversations uh, or or just like think about it like this. I don't know how people can have a criteria with this kind of thing. So I guess the reason why people just went with Kanye um, is because people know that he raps and produces. That's kind of the thing that he's been fucking preaching about and been hopping on tables about since 2002. So I can completely understand that. Um, I mean, 45% is just, well, it's crazy, but, you know, it is what it is. But yeah, past that, I just, again, I just question where people are with their definition of an eye sometimes, because I'm just like, so, right, so, why, why, oh, I, well, I know why Max third, but, you know, yeah, come on. Um, my, Michael Jackson's here, like, I, I don't, I don't know what to do with this, this. I just I really we, don't. Look, man, like, I Snoop, honestly... Why the, what, Prince, Snoop Dogg is... Snoop Dogg has votes. Of all places, you could have put Snoop Dogg. You guys have put it for hip hop artists. It's so odd to me. I, 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 Mad Lib is here. I mean, I guess like it's just Outcast is here, and so is Andre. It's like, huh? I I don't know what you. I don't know what the. the there's a lot of criteria going on here, um, and I can't I can't pinpoint. Like like I said, I can understand Kanye. I can understand someone like I guess Tyler or um Cole Gambino, I guess, Eminem. Three stacks, you know, can I understand three stacks. MF Doom. I get it. Anderson Pack, sure. Weakened. 
not hip hop, but sure. Um, there's a lot of posthumous picks here, like Lil Peep has votes, XXX has votes, like obviously Max third for fuck's sake. Like, um, obviously on on that front, it's just you know, is what it is, I guess. But yeah, I I I don't understand. Like, why I don't understand some of these uh, picks, to be honest, and why and how it's gotten to this. It's so discombobulating. Like, of course, I think Kendrick's the goat, but like artist. So in that case, it's just like so you guys. So you guys clearly think he has the rapping ability, and what you so you rate the features as well that highly. You know what I mean? It's just so I don't understand this. this. Like, I really, I'm really just completely confused about how people have picked these, pick some of these people. Um, what you class as an artist, like, and I, I know you said it to the to your blue in the face, but it's just people clearly have different definitions here. Like, uh, ASAP Rock is here. <laughs> I mean, Rock I'm not, I'm not angry that ASAP Rock is here, but it's just odd that ASAP Rock is here. It's odd that Snoop Dogg's here. It's odd that ASAP Rocky is in between them. It's odd that Prince is above Snoop Dogg and Michael Jackson's here. It's I don't understand it, and this is coming from a guy. I picked James Brown just for just to, as a protest pick, to be honest. But um, you know, eh, eh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what to do with this list. <laughs> I really don't. Oh, yeah, I mean, man. I included the artist section because you know when we did the, we spoke about uh, it, and people were just you know sending me the list, which was the point of this whole thing in the first place was that I was just getting tagged in so many and. Artist was always in there, you know, it was 11 categories and artist was included. And I guess when I put the, the question out, I assumed that people, well, people had already delineated artist and rapper themselves. You know, another thing I want to say, I don't want to defend myself too much because I am happy with the way you have the right to. <laughs> I know, but, but, I'm, but I'm the basically more def- saying I don't understand your fucking this, bro. <laughs> but the more, the more, the more that I defend myself, the more people might assume that I have some sort of crisis of conscience right now. I honestly right. don't. I've defended this account so many times to people who are so much more knowledgeable than you know the average random Twitter follower who said this list is garbage. But what I want to <laughs> say is that I did not create these categories. You know, I'm a passenger in this whole thing. I am like the the instrument. Uh, you know, I put the list up. I got the responses. I went through it with Drape2. Shout out Drape2. And I just delivered the results. And these are the results. So people already had the delineation between artist and rapper in their, their tags for all of January. So I just, I just added it. You know, I was like, okay, you guys seem to know what you're talking about with regard to, you know, artist versus rapper. It is confusing. It is confusing. I think if we look at, you know, we can't even say there's a recency bias because then Park and, An- and Andre 3000 are in here and, you know, that's interesting. Like, that's the whole thing odd. is just... Like, why, why stop now? <laughs> why stop now, guys? Why stop now? Fuck it. Like, what, do you mean, what do you mean, yeah. why stop now? What do you mean? Oh, if, if, if we're doing that for consistent and underrated and all that, like, why don't we just... Fuck it, let's just do it for the great size all the time. Why why stop now? It's weird. Oh, like the recency bias? Yeah. Hey, why why stop yeah. now, guys? Why why stop there? Why did you stop there? Yeah. It's odd to me. I this list is just yeah, I think the the main criticism was it was just a uh, it was just whiplash. Like you're going back and forth and back and forth. Like Kanye West at number one, 
if you're looking at artistry as a whole, I am I'm putting him at number one every time. If you're looking at aesthetic, at career, at videos, at rollouts, at promotion, the guy is an un like he's just a genius, a certifiable genius. I don't know why Dr. Dre is not in the top five. He has to be in the top five for me, and I honestly feel like Diddy should be in the top five as well because he he curated and cultivated an entire image and just pushed it to the forefront of music for like 10 years. It was unbelievable, the shiny suit era. Like it was just, yeah, I don't know. He's got to be in there. Andre 2000's great pick. Mac Miller, I'm not mad at because I know I've gone deep into Mac Miller's discography and like read a shitload of material on him. And he is genuinely a genius artist. Tyler, the creator, you've, you've got to... Look, the thing with Tyler, the creator, that I'm not angry at him being in the top five, you have to think about the influence that he's had on this generation. He was the one that brought Odd Future together and gave them a sound and an aesthetic and something to all get behind and like this movement that is now so still so powerful over 10 years later that Earl Sweatshirt is saying in interviews that he doesn't even like Odd Future stuff anymore and he's distancing himself from the movement and those Odd Future fans are so dedicated they don't care they're still like voraciously consuming his content you know and the way that he did it, like, the, the, look at the artists that came out of that. Frank, Tyler, Earl, like, that's a movement, man. That was, that was way, there's TV, there's Camp Flog, Nor. Like, I don't know, I don't want to defend Tyler. Like, he's an unbelievable artist. Look at the way that he's done Igor. And the aesthetic, the, the, the clothes he's worn, the way he pops up on Twitter with just random stuff and gets 150,000 likes because it's just his personality. I, I'm not mad at Tyler being in there at all. But then you switch to Drake. And I'm just like, how can you go from Tyler to Drake? It's like, I know that he has curated a specific image that is designed to, you know, it does very well in what it does. But, nah, man, like all his music sounds pretty similar. And the only time it doesn't is when he goes and grabs other people and other sounds and genres and then just brings them to him, like... I didn't, I didn't I don't know with that one um, yeah man the rest of these like Frank Ocean obviously not hip hop specifically but I can't be angry at that Jay Z is a bit of a weird choice but I guess yeah um, I would have thought Eminem would be above Jay Z because he just produces um, I mean how would you say that then if you put Diddy in your top 5 and you say Jay's an odd choice because let me think about this for a second. Because I've watched Ho's entire career and I've studied his whole career. And Hove is a businessman. He's not he is an artist, but he's a businessman first, and he will be the first person to say that. And I don't think he's if you're looking at the artistry of his business, yes, he's done incredibly well. But if you have a look at his music, you know, they were talking about Hard Knock Life, uh, the song, and then he tried to do the same thing with anything which was another annie sample i think so he tried to do the same thing and it didn't work so he pivoted into something else like he he doesn't the trends he set were because he was like freaking slick and he was doing crazy business deals behind the scenes and he was integrating brands into his music uh and he got to a point of popularity where he could pretty much just 
change people's perception of brands with one bar. Like the um, off a B side on Blueprint 2, he says, we don't drive X5s, we buy them for baby mamas. And everyone just said back in the day, people were genuinely buying X5s for their baby mothers. Like BMW X5s going out and spending $80,000 on a car for their... And he, he did the Range Rover, like we don't buy the 4.0, we buy the 4.6. And then 4.6 sales go to the roof. Or people stop drinking Cristal because Jay-Z doesn't drink it anymore. You know, but those are business moves in my view. So I think his major thing is business. I don't understand the artistry thing. Like he has people around him. He has producers. Even 444, you could say is probably one of his most artistic projects. There was no ID and other people who did the marketing with him. So that's just why I... I look, I love Jay-Z. I'm not trying to shit on him. But he's so above What's the difference kink. between him and Diddy on that front then? Because we literally did- just said, I literally just said like the hit makers made the beat, so like yeah, that's true. You know, that's true. And he EP'd th- it, so maybe you're right. Maybe you're right. Maybe Diddy is similar to Jay in that sense. I just get more of a sense that Diddy was more. See, Jay did business moves, and that propelled his music. Where I felt like Diddy did music, and that propelled his business moves. Like right. Diddy's aesthetic and Diddy's Diddy was at the forefront of just changing the way videos looked or changing the way music sounded. And off the bit on the video front. <laughs> yeah, I mean, for better or worse, like he had fucking Mace on there and shiny no, suits. Those videos and shit. did not age well, bro. <laughs> they didn't age well, but I tell you what, man, they were blowing the fuck up back in the day. Jay Z videos. Oh, God. The the thing that really strikes me about it is that when Jay Z wanted to go mainstream in the music world, he went to Diddy on Volume One, and it didn't work for him, so he just did something else. Like he went to Diddy. Like you know what I mean? Like Diddy was the one who was progressing that 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 like area and that lane so maybe that's just why i have diddy above jay-z i i think he was more pioneering artistically in the music front okay so yeah uh, do you have any other thoughts i mean this is just a as Not I really, say, it's, bro. Whip, it's crazy whiplash man it's i can't i can't whiplash. i can't wrap my head around this list i really can't there's so there's so many things going on uh, it's not even consistent. It's just like, uh, 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 oh God. yeah. You know no, the it's... thing I want to say. I want to say about Little Wayne is the the reason why I would never have him on this list is that Little Wayne just raps. If anyone knows, you read interviews. Little Wayne didn't even used to know what songs were on his album because Cortez Bryant would just do that. So Little Wayne would just go in the booth. They would line up a bunch of beats. He'd just rap to them, and then he'd go off and skate or do something else. And then when the album came out, he'd discover what the track list was. Like, God, this, yeah, anyway, I feel, <laughs> I'm just going to keep talking until I'm blue in the face. So that's just my opinion. This is the list that broke me. Again, I'm not mad. I understand that this is a difficult distinction to make between rapper and artist. And I think that's why we're getting such a random list on here. I just found it very interesting. I find all of this very interesting. The response was... um was a bit painful though the, the response was difficult so that's why i haven't posted a few in a few days but we'll get to the best rappers of all time uh i felt like this one was yeah interesting um i'll go through number one kendrick lamar 23.4 percent number two jay-z 12.5 percent number three eminem 11.6 percent all big numbers that was all the ones in double figures number four is nas Number five is Andre 3000. Number six is MF Doom. Number seven, Notorious Big. 
Number eight is Lil Wayne. Number nine is Tupac. Number 10 is J. Cole. Number 11 is Black Thought. Number 12 is Kanye West. Number 13 is Earl Sweatshirt. Number 14 is Rakim. Thank the Lord for that. Uh, at least he's in there. Number 15 was Denzel Curry. Come on, man. Um, yeah, man. We'll react to that one. Jeez. <laughs> yeah. No, I love Denzel. No, no it's not. It's not. Not now. Not yet. Not yet. Come on. Just, not yet. Not Give yet, bro. Time. Come on. It's not yet. Not yet. Come on. Oh, Drake got so close. Ten votes. How peak. Uh, what a shame on that front. Anyway, um, let's get to the real rep. Um, yeah, I mean, I can't... I can't really complain um, on this front. Um, you know, there's some... There's obviously... this nowhere near my top five, uh, what I'm seeing, but... Uh, you know, for what it is, it's not bad. I guess it's not. It's not too bad. Um, at least rock him somewhere for fuck's sake. Yeah, um, thank gosh. <laughs> so, uh, getting into getting into like the like the lesser numbers. Uh, I love how Ghostface and Drake are in the same. That's wild. <laughs> the to same me. number. <laughs> Drake. What, if what Drake a, ever saw what, that, you know, if Drake ever saw that list, he would take that list. Can you take fucking? He, Oh. He's taking that list to the bathroom with him for 15 minutes, that and is, then he's coming back out satisfied and calm. That is, that like, is, he that will is, be... That is a Grand Canyon level. No, sorry, that's an Atlantic Ocean. No, it's fuck it. That is a Pacific Ocean level gap. No, you know what? That's a fucking Milky Way gap, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Light years, fam. Light years. You lot got on the same votes. That is funny. That is so peak. Oh my days. But any, but even even below that, ASAP Rock, Royce, <laughs> Tech Nine, Common. Oozy. Oh my days. I, oh, I bet you're waiting on common. that. I bet you're waiting for me to clock Common. Fucking in the doldrums. You disgraceful set of people. Same votes as XXX What the fuck is that? Same <laughs> as fucking future. I'm done. Nah, that's KRS, KRS and common, and, the, and most deaf. Ones even and most deaf are the same spot as X, XX, and future. I'm just happy. And that on that front, I am done. The rest of the list, I can't really complain. Like Kendrick, cool. J M, Nas, Andre, cool. Doom, cool. Big, of course. Wayne, well, you know. Here's what it is. Uh, Pack, sure. Cole, sure. Black Thought, sure. Kanye. <laughs> uh, nice try. Nice try. No. Um, Trying to slide Earl, that one in there. Yeah, exactly. Oh, sure. I guess. I mean, I've, I mean, I've, I've had some off for the past decade, so yeah, I guess I have to on the rapper front. <laughs> um, you know, Rakim obviously should be top five uh, objectively. Um, Noble Missions. Where the fuck is Big Daddy Kane? Um, I don't think you guys realise how much Rakim and Big Daddy Kane and also Cool G Rap were actually, you know, them three like literally raised. There, there is, there has never been. Uh, I want you guys to understand this, right? In terms of raising the bar from one era to the next, there is nobody in hip hop history that have raised the bar in their craft. Like Big Daddy Kane, Rakim, and Cool G Rap did. Okay, they went from they went from bricks on a bus, bricks on a car, bricks to make you a superstar to like fucking 
Let me get let me get let me get you some Big Daddy Kane raps. Like let me just get let me just get one up, like one set, because the the level those dudes. I don't think you guys understand how fucking high those guys <laughs> took it up. They changed the game. They changed the game entirely. Like, changed was, the game. Like the music you hear now. Like if you're listening to Eminem now, there's a reason why you're listening to Eminem now. It's because Facts. they changed the game back in the '80s. Like they turned it into a lyrical. Like basically smorgasbord when it was Facts. before it was your right. It was not Tonka truck, but it was like pretty simple storytelling, basic rhyme patterns. These guys just blew it out of the water. Nineteen eighty seven, Big Daddy Kane, Big Daddy Kane released Raw. I start to go, my rhymes will flow, so get up and dance, can Kane said so. If you were lounging around, it's time to get up. Pardon my expression, but I'ma tear shit up. I'm a peer right here and scare and dare a mere musketeer that would dare to compare. I do declare getting busy is where it's at. But what you're saying, you wouldn't Internal get a rhymes, point for that. Because you're a featherweight yeah. and my rhymes will... <laughs> oh my God. Oh, this is so stupid. Like, seriously, just go listen to any Cool G rap, any Kane and rock him. Like, the, 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 they literally rate... They, it's like watching a fucking... Uh, is I watching a stock rise in terms of technical ability? So if those guys ain't in your top ten, don't talk to me. That's that's pretty much all, all I have to say on that front. Um, in terms of emissions, that's just all it is for me. Like you don't, you guys don't understand. <laughs> you, you really don't. Like there, there, there was uh, there was there was DJ Cool Herc rap doing doing like house parties, and then there was Grandmaster Flash like actually being technical, and then it was like someone like Q Tip like. These these ro- these people rose the bar, you know. Gradually, Kane, Rakim, and Cool G Rap just went zoop, zoop, went from zero to hundred, like in literally zoop, zoop. <laughs> that's what, that, that noise. Zoop, that's all it is, bro. That's all it is. So yeah, on that front, yeah, that's that's how it should be. But you know, for the rest of the list, can't really complain to be honest. Yeah, the list is, uh, this was probably one of the more rational lists. Uh, I'm pretty happy with it. Ending on Kendrick a Lamar. ending on a half-decent note on that front, I guess. Yeah, well, Kendrick Lamar at number one is interesting. I think he probably will end up in the top five, but I just think he hasn't got the discography just yet. I know he's got great albums, don't get me wrong. I mean, it's about longevity and how long you're in the game, and yeah. if you continue that level. Eminem at number three, yeah, uh, I guess. Like... <laughs> I think he. I think he'll come back. I think he will come back because "Music to Be Murdered By" was a decent album, and I just think he's starting to pull himself out of the hole that revival dug, which is really good. Nas, look, my top five. My top five is Biggie, Hove, uh, Three Stacks, Doom, and wait, that Biggie, Nas, Three Stacks, Hove, and number five. Maybe Wayne. I I sometimes put little Wayne in my top five. Sometimes Park. So Rakim's in the top ten easily. I don't know how he's not in the top ten here. But again, like J Cole is too high. I felt. You know, I was listening to the London again the other day. That guy can spit so well, so well. I just wish he'd do it more. I really like Cole, and I like the way he goes down conceptual rabbit holes. But I think his lack of features is an issue because. Features are where you can just get your shit off. You can just go in there and it's just a random concept, 16 bars. You can just slay whoever's song you're on and then you can just, yeah, prove that you're an incredible rapper and I kind of wish you'd do more features. I'm glad he's doing a few more now, which is good. Big L, 
uh, yeah, I mean, he was incredible at his at the time, but it's so hard to judge these artists who passed so young and so early and didn't have a chance to evolve and grow. Uh, that's why I think Notorious Big in the top five is always. I mean, a, you and, say that, but in previous lists we've had Triple X and Juice World, so you know I can't. I'm not really messing with that argument, to be honest. But that's different. Like I felt that was because they were album lists, and I I feel like um, I feel like you can judge an album just based off that situation. Like if you know Juice World puts out, like I've gone through Juice World's catalog recently for a project for someone in America, and. Yeah, those 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 lyrics are raw as fuck. Like, you mm. know, I love XX as well. So I'm I'm not mad at putting him on a on a album list, but putting uh an artist posthumously who only had a couple of records while they were alive. That's why Biggie is such a interesting thing. He's always in top fives. He really did start to, And the thing about Biggie is that he changed the game when the game had already been changed. That's what I respect about a lot about certain artists. You know, it's Big Daddy Kane. I'm not taking anything away from Cool G Rap, those artists who the game was in its growth phase. You know, it was in its growth phase. If we look at it like, you know, the way that you would look at a business, there's all different phases. Growth phase is like all shit is happening. Things are changing. You're trying new things. But when you're in maturity phase, which hip hop was already around the like mid to late 90s, then Notorious Big came in and just changed the way people rapped. Like he basically you know, created a lane for artists like Jay-Z. And that was amazing. Like, unbelievable. Nas did the same thing with Illmatic. Like, it was really different. So that's why I think Biggie gets in people's top five a lot. Uh, outside of that, you know, anything under 15, I'm not really looking at because, um, you know, it's a list where people pick their, their best artist or best rapper. So I don't know how seven people picked Uzi, but <coughs> they did. So, you know. Whatevs, whatevs. Same amount as Tech Nine. Poor Tech Nine. He's been. Oh no, he got less votes. Tech Nine. But anyway, that's the end of our two K series. That's the end of the series. How exciting is that? Oh my good lord! I just kind of want to run away from this series a little bit. And you know what the crazy thing is? This is when I realized my value system is strong because when I started, since I started posting this series, I've gained like ten thousand followers. And last month, I had 40 million views, which was my highest by a long fucking way. And I think I counted like 12 of those, 12 million of those views came from these lists. But I don't think I would do it in hindsight again. I don't think I would, honestly. I did it, and it's done, and it'll continue to happen. But I just think that, yeah, I don't know. Because... Because because I can look at it and, and I would have done it and got the statistics and just kept them for myself and had a look at them and understood the follower base and what mm. they listen to. But I don't see the conversations that it's starting are interesting, but a lot of the time it's just people hating on other people. And I it's really hard to watch that, you know? I, I don't feel good about it. But I promised people I would put it up and people keep saying, this is great, you know, it's stimulating such great conversation. But I'm like... But, it, but sometimes people are really mean to each other. So I don't know. I'm a, bit, I'm a bit torn over this whole thing. Yeah, well. Yeah, it happened. <laughs> That's all I can say, to be honest. Uh, I'm just going to I'm just gonna go back to my idyllic hole and, uh, and just uh, 
be one of those guys that go like, you don't know, you don't know this person, bro. You don't know this person. I, uh, one thing I actually want to like um, just say as a as a objective opinion towards all of this, I don't think I've actually said. Um, I don't think I've actually said it throughout the series, but I'll say it now since we're done. Um, the fact that you guys have no women uh, in on your radar yeah, is tough. genuinely quite troubling. Um, not surprising, but troubling nevertheless. And uh, and on a slightly lesser note, um, the fact that you guys can't get out of the US is also quite fascinating. Uh, well, well, actually, let's just say outside of North America, because obviously, um, yeah, it's people like uh, Drake in that. But um, yeah, it's, uh, it it really is fascinating that um, you know women clearly have a way to go in terms of just being someone's either favorite or whatever. It's just a uh, it it is 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 generally troubling for me. Um, just thinking about it because I I personally generally try to you know absorb other you know guys uh, that uh, just happen to be female and you know not saying I'm an advocate for it but um you know I try personally and you know if anyone wants um if anyone personally tries to look for that stuff um you know I'll help have a helping hand for you I'll give you some names but yeah it's just um. Yeah, it's a bit of a shame. Like you, you, you guys will happily put someone who's, you know, been dead for a few months on here just because. But like for a, I don't know, a woman who's had a ten, fifteen, twenty year, thirty year career, not a lick. It's just interesting to me. So, but you know, it's just how it goes. Everyone has their favourites and all that. So, because I have to live with that on yeah, the front. We spoke about that on the with the, with the women podcast. Yeah, it's just. Yep. I don't know. I haven't. I, it's certainly something I want to explore in my own head, mm. like really work out what is going on. Mm. But um, it's interesting. I would like to have a podcast one day where we speak about the way male rappers speak about women, because the women that sure. I've spoken to, I uh, just hate a lot of hip hop because of the way that it objectifies women. And I'm really curious as to your thoughts. I want to dive into it, and I want to f- discover, like, you know, why when I was younger. It didn't affect the way I viewed women at all, even yeah. though I listened to yeah. that kind of hip hop. But yeah. I really think that because it didn't affect me, I have underestimated the effect it has had on other people. Mm. If that makes sense. Yeah. And yeah, I'd be interested. There's a I don't know if, uh, I don't know if you guys have seen the Juice, um, created by uh, David Simon, uh, stars like Maggie Gyllenhaal and uh, James Franco. Um, it, they it basically so show that like it covers like the 80s uh, New York during like the porn era and it's basically all about porn and the, the porn industry and stuff like that but um the 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 most of the most most of the series um throughout the series obviously there was like um always a contingent of women uh on the show that were like you know obviously against porn and you know and think obviously it's like you know demeaning to women in every single way even though Maggie Gyllenhaal's character was like you know doing like feminist kind of stuff and it was very woman friendly uh but on the other side there was this porn actress it was like um you know really famous and like she couldn't get a job um uh because uh well she kept getting notices <laughs> that porn that porn woman um and it's kind of it's not it's obviously not the same but it's, it's it's an interesting conversation here as well where like you know we uh we we listen to rap that has all this misogynistic stuff and um you know honestly if we have ever have a guest on here um that's not someone that, that everyone knows um i would generally have some 
like at least like one or two women to have this conversation with because I generally think it'd be actually a very good conversation to have and a good dialogue to have and that's something I would generally um try to seek out for in terms of uh because we're, we're not this isn't really a guest quote-unquote show but um I think that'll be good for dialogue purpose yeah I agree entirely I think uh, I wonder who I would ask to come on um I don't have to think about it now, but yeah. <laughs> no, no, but I just think about shit. But I think that's a good idea. I think we would have to um, have someone on because we spoke about that on the women when the female in rap podcast. Yeah, we did. And yeah, we, we said did. we really wish we had someone that we could actually talk to about this because mm-hmm. you know we we need to we need to understand their perspective as well, and we want you guys, the listeners, to understand their perspective. And yeah, exactly. I think it's I think it's so valuable because, yeah, it's it's like a little echo chamber we have where it's just a bunch mm-hmm. of men talking about hip-hop and talking about this and we're all trying to work it out together. <laughs> they have the fucking answer. Yeah. Like, I, I, might, I might say that to you. I might say that to people, not to you, Charlie, but to people who are listening. Like, we're trying to work shit out. Like, I, I'm not like this in real life. I'm going to go, I have a lot of female friends and I go and talk to them about this stuff if you're curious about things or you're listening to Joe Budden podcast and he's getting lit up by uh, an R&B artist for saying something disrespectful or sexist, then you're curious as to why that is sexist or why. Go fucking ask a woman about it. Just ask. Don't go and ask other men about it. We have no fucking idea if we just keep trying to figure all these things out ourselves. Uh, a woman will yeah. tell you within three seconds why she's upset about that. It will take three seconds. She will explain it to you. And then you can start to have a bit of empathy towards women and understand their perspective rather than just like, oh, I don't understand that, so I'm not going to engage with it. You know, like it takes a little bit of bravery. Honestly, it does, because then you have to have a little look at your own behavior and the own, the, the way you speak and the way you've acted in the past. And yeah. there might be some shame there and yeah. some guilt, like maybe mm-hmm. I shouldn't have done that or I, I treated women poorly. Mm-hmm. But it's so valuable rather than just pushing it away and forgetting about it, like engaging with it and working out how you can change. It's, it's very valuable. So I would recommend people do that. For sure. Do you have anything for a lighter note? No, I think we had a bit of a lighter note there. It wasn't super light. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> well, I, I thought it was just like thoughts on the overall series, to be honest, but then obviously it evolved into much deeper. But yeah, um, I ain't really got much. Uh, I finally saw Parasite, loved it. Uh, my dad really yeah, loved it. Um, uh, expertly written actually just an amazing piece of work um, overall generally worth the hype to be honest um, the humour might go over some people's heads but um, I think it I think it hits um, perfectly well um, in terms of tone uh, I'm going to see Talib Kweli um, at the Jazz Ooh. Cafe I think in June so uh, just a little, little bit of news on that That's, I'm going to thoroughly look forward to that and uh, yeah other than that I'm pretty I'm pretty calm. I tell you what I um I tell you what I did watch. I watched the Malcolm X documentary on Netflix. I oh, I, I need to watch to that. Yeah, nah, it's on the list. I've been watching um I've been watching F1 Drive to Survive <laughs> and uh, oh, Queen nice. Sono. So yeah, that's next on the list. Yeah, it's interesting. It's very interesting. Um, I won't spoil it for people who haven't seen it, but I I will say I recommend you go see. It's quite long, and I feel like it's too long. If you know a lot about Malcolm X's life already then there's a lot of episodes that are just rehashing what you already mm. know and how important he was, et cetera, et cetera. Like if, if you've watched like Godfather of Harlem even as an example, like a small example, yeah. you know all the stuff they're going to say. But um, when it gets to actually what happened, it's very fucking confronting. Yeah. It is very confronting. And I, I will just say that 
you will probably leave there with a, a huge sense of injustice. So prepare yourself for that. But I really actually enjoyed it. I thought it was very well written and, and very well done. So that was good. Good shout, good shout. And on that note, ladies and gentlemen, this has been Digging Digits 2.4K series is over. And we can all have a collective sigh of relief and just go about our lives. Thank God for that. <laughs> Let's just all go back into our bubbles and in our holes and just listen to what we fucking listen to. <laughs> oh, I have a child tale of the fifth element. I've been main card of hip hop numbers. Hope you enjoy this episode um, and obviously the series overall. Have a good week, everybody. We shall always, always try and do the same. But until the next time, take it easy, ladies and gentlemen. All right, peace. Digging in Digits is produced by me and Ben Carter. The show is edited by me. Music for this show is piece of video games by bonus points. Thanks to Geoff Records for the ability to use. Socials for the fulfillment, hip hop by numbers, bonus points, and Geoff Records will be in the description wherever you're listening. This has been the Fifth Podcast Network and Hip Hop by Numbers collaboration. Thanks for spending time with us, and we shall see you next time on Digging in the Digits.